This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. And don't keep that thing. Oh, it's recording. Shh. First place. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Fans First Sports Network. Give us a follow on Twitter, which is now known as X. What? Yeah, yeah. Breaking news. Breaking here on The Blowhole. The Twitter is now called X. So we're we're at T Blowhole on X, or as some people know it as Twitter. Wow. Um, send, us, uh, send us an email. At the Blowhole Radio, uh, you can send us an e- our email is theblowholeradio at gmail.com. Um, and then we are on Instagram. Uh, What's that called now? Uh, that's still Instagram. Some oh, okay. people call it the gram. A lot of kids call it the gram. It's not uh, Xtagram. Some other people call it IG. You might know it as IG. They just shorten, they abbreviate it. I call it um, Xtagram. It, it is a meta-owned property, so... Um, you know, if you're working in advertising or digital advertising, people just refer to it all as meta. Um, but yeah, so on the gram, we are the blowhole podcast and you can follow Mm. us there. Yeah. Many, many funny memes. If you, what are we on TikTok? Not on TikTok yet. Working on that. Working on that. I'm going to get my daughter who was on the show last week. She is a TikTok expert. Um, we'll get a, we'll get a blowhole TikTok up. She can run it for us. We'll have to actually save some of this video. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. I think that I think that'll be good. So six and two, Rob. Six and two, uh, a a good win. I wouldn't necessarily call it a statement win, but a, a strong showing on uh, on Sunday against a you know a, an inferior opponent. We we definitely played better. Got off to a little bit of a slow start, um, but again, woke up pretty quickly thereafter, and it was it was clear that which team was better. <laughs> you know, I don't want to brag, but it went just as I predicted. Yeah, um, I, I thought the Patriots defense, you know, kind of kept us down a little bit at the beginning, but it was, you know, we scored more than I thought. We'll get to, you know, our prop bets and, and all those things. But um, I was happy that I was wrong. I was happy that the offense uh, covered, I guess not covered, but um, sorry, went over, went uh, went over 25, 28 and a half, which was uh, I predicted them to be under. So, uh, but no, it was what I wanted to see from this team. Pretty Pretty sound, not a lot of mistakes. The two interception at the beginning was awful. That was just a, I didn't understand the throw, but you know he's good for one of those a game. Um, got it out of the way I, early. Honestly, I understand those throws now. Those are, and he's yeah. got to obviously be better at at figuring them out because people are now jumping those. But he's throwing to that spot. That guy is supposed is supposed to go with someone else. They're dropping off and and filling those holes. So it's just, it's basically an adjustment teams make or or some really smart defenders you know can can bait that and get in there um, and it happens and that's why like sometimes you're like what was he doing but he's just he's 
even when he's throwing to a, even on receptions, you're like, what's he throwing to? And then all of a sudden a dude just zips in like sometimes it, it bites you right when you're when you're doing that. So, uh, but it was one of those cases. And yeah, Patriots have great safeties. Duggar is a, he's the one who made that play. He's a great safety. Um, Jabril Peppers is also a very good safety. He's been having a, you know, a good season. Uh, for them this year, they've both been playing very, very well. Um, you know, you don't hear about the Patriots much because they're not a very good football team, um, but they do have some some plus defenders on on that side of the ball. Um, running game was pretty non-existent. Saw some good things out of Jeff Wilson Jr., I thought. Um, I feel like Mostert actually is a little banged up. I know I was kind of downplaying it on last week's show, but, um, but watching him play on Sunday, he looked a little slower hitting those holes. He wasn't hitting them as... Uh, as fast as he normally does. I think part of that also might be, you know, part of the offensive line talent. So Art, uh, they were down to one starter. I know. Yes, I know. So we saw um, Robert Hunt go down. Um, so he's the the second starting guard that now has been, uh, uh, was replaced. Um, he did not come back into the game. Kendall Lamb actually left for a little bit, but what, but did come back. So he's our right. second string left tackle. So um, we, we were on third yeah. string left side tackling guard like that's yeah. scary and backup yeah. center yeah 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 yeah. against a good against a you know a decent defensive team so um yeah you know i you know who has been playing very well this year though um dare i say maybe even pro bowl level that austin jackson baby austin on the right side 48 passing snaps i believe or at least over 40 snaps on sunday no pressures allowed no sacks no penalties from austin jackson so I think he's a little um, overmatched in the run game, but uh, as a protecting to his blind side this season, he has been extraordinary. Yeah. So uh, give it up to Austin Jackson. And he hasn't gotten hurt, knock on wood. So, um, Can't believe yeah. you just jinxed him. <laughs> well, hopefully we're getting some guys back this week for Germany. But I, before we start talking about the, the the injury report and what's coming up in Germany, um, you know, we haven't even touched the defensive side of the ball. So, they gave up the touchdown early because of the short field that the Patriots had. But after that, they really put the clamps on. They allowed that one drive by, at the end of the half. And uh, Jalen Ramsey showed up. to Another terrible interception and uh, nearly took it back to the house. So that was. Did good. you see there was a, a video of, uh, I guess, one of the, somebody was mic'd up on the defense. It was after the play. They were on the sideline. And Wilkins was giving uh, Ramsey crap for for trying to hurdle the guy instead of just run instead of just running, yeah. And and he's like he's like I I saw the big man running. I tried to get behind because Wilkins was was throwing was downfield getting ready to throw blocks for him. And he was like, oh, you had to get acrobatic. It was just he's like I should have cut inside. <laughs> I didn't That's mean awesome. to no, I didn't hear that. It was awesome. great. Yeah, he should have cut inside if he would have cut inside. Yeah. That, that was six, but um. Yeah, needless to say, just a great play. It's exactly what he was brought here to do, like make those kinds of plays. That's what he does. Um, well, don't really, forget, it's also what Mac Jones was uh, brought here to do, is just throw interceptions. Yeah, only the one. Only the one on Sunday, yeah. unfortunately. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it just it's evident watching them play, like watching the Patriots play. They just they lack the talent on the, on the offensive side of the ball. They're, they're run, Stevenson's an okay running back. He's fine. He's good. Um, Elliot's basically the same type of running back, you know, so they have two of the same guy. Um, and then their wide receiving core is just, um, subpar. Uh, and that's, uh, I nice think way. Stevenson, he's not the, he hasn't shown it this year, but I think he's better than average. Like he's top 
type of running back talent, you know, like in that low end top 10 range kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the, the wide receiver core, you know, it's all the wrong kind of guys for, for, for this, this stuff for like 2020 and up beyond yeah. Uh, football. Yeah. Yeah, I exactly. did. And they lost, and they're, and Kendrick Bourne is now lost too. Uh, so. Yeah, you hate to see that. I did. Yeah. I watched the the condensed version of the game, and I saw that play. It was it was pretty nasty. Uh, what happened to his knee? It sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you hate to see that. Um. And, and he was really kind of coming. I don't want to say coming into his own, but he was really you know. He no, was he was their most. He was their. They had. Yeah. Yeah, and then well, now they old, got Pep or Pop, whatever that guy's name is. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there's a. That they have a, a, a their their next best option at wide receiver is uh oh Demario Douglas, but oh, his nickname yeah. is like Pop or something. Oh, okay, yeah, I mean we've seen we've seen him a little bit this year. Like he's gotten the ball yeah, yeah. Ball. No, that's what I mean. He's like in the fantasy world. It's like oh, keep an eye on maybe you know they need somebody, and he's like the only one. Yeah. Um, Ramsey also forced a fumble uh, from Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, we did not recover it. Because somebody tried to scoop it up instead of just diving on it. Actually, the, some actually Elliot knocked it out of his hands. I watched that replay. I'm like, why did he just fall on it? But like, well, he did right. He did knock it out of his hands. Yeah. Still, like, that's that's. But he had it. He he picked it up. He had it. It wasn't like he bumbled it. Like, right. He was but ready if he just to run dove with on it. it. He wouldn't have been able to knock it out of his hand. Just, just but if, but if he dove, but it was on the also right on the it was right on the end line. He could have went out of bounds if he dove on it. Doesn't matter at this point. But yes, you're supposed to just dive on it. Everybody knows that. No, pick it up and run that back. Do not <laughs> listen to James. Either way, the defense played well. There were sacks um, all around as well. Christian Wilkins had one. Uh, Bradley Chubb had one, and then Jalen Phillips finished the uh, afternoon off with one as well. Constant pressure. It seemed like we only had the three sacks, but there was. Uh, it's. It seemed like in, in passing situations they were they were getting, um, getting home a lot. There was the one right after the Tua interception uh, that we had really good pressure on him, and he threw it to no one, and he was clearly in the pocket, and I didn't understand oh, how yeah. that. <laughs> I didn't understand how that wasn't grounding, but they didn't call it grounding, and they ended that, up getting a that was a bad card. call. But I have to say, and I'm not even talking about the the Tyreek uh, pass interference. But after we really complained, it was nice. There were definitely calls. Definitely seemed to be more in our favor. We definitely we had, had one a, half of that game where the calls were in our favor. The first half of that game, we were clearly getting the calls. Although there we was did, the helmet. There was a helmet to helmet. Was it on Elliot? Like he definitely like led. It's one that they call. It wasn't like a dirty play, but it's one that they call consistently. That they didn't I wouldn't call. Be surprised I was surprised on, on Devontae yeah, Parker, yeah. and you hate to see Devontae get hurt too. That's yeah, um, but especially because uh, he got a concussion on the play. Like you'd think yeah. it was. So it was just, I was amazed that didn't get called. Yeah, most likely a fine on that one. Um, I, I, I mean. I personally like. I didn't think it was like you said. I don't think it was a dirty play. I don't think he was trying. Like I don't think he was targeting. No, but his helmet hit the helmet. That's and that's a flag every time. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was one. But uh, but either way, I mean, they still called. You know, I think the penalties were even. It wasn't like it was ten to nothing. But penalties. No, no. I just meant that there there were calls that I was surprised they didn't. Some went our way. Yeah. Holy moly. It was. Yeah. It's mostly in the first half as well. So it was one half of football where we. And before that, you were talking about the defense. This defense has been playing really well 
Like it's just been getting better and better. And as the pieces come back, like I still have my preseason faith. Like, yes, I wanted to see this defense. Like the people are learning it. David Long's doing what he does, you know, the with now with, excuse me, but when we have, if we got Howard Holland, Elliot and Ramsey and Kohu back there, that's, that's what I want to see. I mean, that's what I want to see, especially this with this game coming up, which we'll get to. But, but this defense is rounding in. Everybody was like, "Oh, Fire Vic, he's a he's a fossil or whatever." I mean, like, just I, I mean, I, I, you weren't. It was I'm talking to the the Twitter idiots. But again, I also because because we're Miami Dolphins, our X feed has a lot of heat, and people are like this is the worst team ever because they're one and four. I'm like. Dude, this is a kind of a long season. Like, give them a little, give them a little. Let let them uh, grow into it a little bit. Like, don't don't worry yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else from Sunday? Special teams? Uh, nothing. You know, no no big mistakes, which is great. And I thought they played pretty well. Sanders made a field goal. Um, Bailey had some good punts. Sanders made all of his kicks again, like he's done for like a month and a half. How many over 50? Then we don't need it. That's right. Because we go for it on fourth down. So we went for it on fourth down a couple times. Uh, pretty aggressive on the fourth down calls. Uh, yeah, but that that was like wasn't field goal range, but also was like punt was going to get you 22 yards. So it was like. Yeah. No, I was fine with it. Um, yeah. I mean, it all worked out. So that was good. Um, great game from Jalen Waddle. Great game from Tyree Kill. Um, you know, very good game from Tua after the interception. Um, Tua threw for over 300 yards. Waddle had seven catches, 120 and a touch. Um, and if he ever learns to catch with his hands, instead of letting the ball get into his body, he could have had 10 or 11 catches in this game. Um, Tyreek, uh, I think eight catches over 100 and uh, and that touchdown, the long touchdown that tied the game up, um, which was great. Again, I mean, we're just becoming so spoiled with this now. But I know it's crazy. Was, was double coverage, you know, there's safety over the top. He just split both guys and toasted them like <laughs> double coverage is almost better because each guy's like oh i have help right and and then it's almost like they're they la- it gives them a little lax and then you're like nope neither of you are in position to help <laughs> yeah or or uh is it is it jc jackson the the one that was he was uh, yeah he was on the chargers and he got torched week one and then traded to the patriots just to get torched again <laughs> well but luckily he wasn't there for a week that's true he could have been uh torched a third time that is true that That would have been nice if if he was traded before the play and we could have had him there again yeah so um but yeah no uh, just i'm glad to see him come out i was i was a little bit worried given you know the the disappointing way that they played in philadelphia some of the injuries they had um you know and the patriots coming off a you know a, a big win for them you know look like they might be turning a corner as they you know they usually get better as the season goes along um but yeah, big big win for us, six and two. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, who were six and one going into last week, had a road trip to Denver that did not go by the way they planned on it going. So they're now six and two as well. Why do the top teams when we play them just have to lose to one of the worst teams in the league right before we have to play them? I'm like, I don't want them to I want them to be overconfident, not like, oh, we not like in need to win mode. But yeah. it was still fun to see since we put up seventy on them and they couldn't and they scored nine. Yeah, granted they're playing better. It's a it they're feels like much. a different team, but still, seventy yeah. to nine feels like a disparity. A, 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 
a, a big, big difference there. So we go to Germany. The game will be 9.30 a.m. Eastern, so 6.30 a.m. for everybody on the West Coast like me. Uh, we did get the Dolphins. Dolphins Bar in San Francisco has agreed to open for us at 6 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, so we will be there. So any any listeners in the California Bay Area. Uh, that stay in bed and watch the game in bed. No, come to the bar with us. We'll be there. We'll be there. Pouring drinks. Irish coffees for everybody um so we'll we'll be there we'll be there for kickoff but uh i love it i have a gig in the afternoon normally it's it means i have to like shower and load the car at at halftime and watch the game as soon as the game ends just jump in the car and run now i get to just you know watch the one o'clock games get ready and uh you know i don't have to rush so i'm enjoying and i don't have to wait i hate waiting so i get my football First thing in the morning, I don't really hate it, and yeah. and I, I like and I like the Dolphins' plan. Right, they got there, they flew out on what Monday. They've been there for two days already. They're adjusting. Uh, what is the we're recording this Thursday evening? So I think the, I think the Chiefs, Chiefs are flying out. No, they're flying out this afternoon and getting there tomorrow morning. They're like they're. Oh, doing, I thought they're already there. No. All right. Um, I'll give you the uh, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that one, but I'm I thought they were already there because I I thought I read something about one of their players complaining about it already. So, <laughs> um, I could be wrong, but either way, lots of uh, lots of important subtexts here. So as I mentioned, uh, the Chiefs are now six and two. There are now four teams at six and two atop the AFC. Uh, your Miami Dolphins being one of them. So the Miami Dolphins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Kansas City Chiefs all sitting at six and two. Um. So this is a huge game. It would have been a huge game regardless, but this is a huge game for us. This is another chance for us to show the NFL that we belong. We have not won against a winning team for quite some time, uh, not since last year. Um, And obviously there's the Tyreek Hill saga as well. So Tyreek Hill playing against his former team. So there's a lot of of subtext for this game and a lot of – Intra, what what are they called? Like the little the the the, the little stories that are involved. Subplots. Subplots. There we go. Thank you. Lots of subplots for this. Intra subplots. Intra subplots. There we go. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I have a good feeling about it. So I, we also had good feelings about Buffalo and Philadelphia. Um. I feel yeah, like but both of those better. games. Both of those games, we were queasy if Connor Williams wouldn't go. He was questionable for both of them, and honestly, we didn't we didn't think that we would we we predicted wins, but it was it was Connor was questionable game time for both of those games. He didn't go. That made a big difference. Obviously, I think it I think it'll make a difference here as well. I mean, well, their best. I mean, they have Chris Jones. He's one. He maybe is the best interior defensive lineman in the NFL, um, and he will wreck us if it's. I don't feel very good if it's Lester Cotton, um, Robert Jones, and Liam Eikenberg is our three interior guys. Although I do like Robert Jones, um, you know. But I well, he is not practicing. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, I I don't know. I mean. It's 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 a huge mismatch problem for us in in an area that like we absolutely we have to have that interior line hold up against Chris Jones if we're if we're wanting to do any of the things that we want to do on offense take shots downfield have plays develop 
run to the outside, run inside. Like all of those things are predicated upon the inside of our, or the interior offensive line standing up. So, so obviously I agree that that's important and that's a huge piece, but the, the secondary piece is also important. And that's those linebackers, like the, the Matt Milano for Buffalo and the, the guys, um, I forgot the guy that kept destroying us on the outside for, for Philadelphia, but like Ron Reddick. Yeah. Yeah. Reddick. Like, if we can get to the edge, we can handle some of that getting blown up in the middle. Obviously it hurts for, for pass protection. Cause that's too likes to step into a pocket. But if, if, if Mostert and Hill and these guys can get around the outside and get the run game going that way, or even the screen game screen game going, I think we'll be okay. Like you need, you need the combination. You need that combination to, to beat this offense. And, uh, and I think I'm honestly, I think Connor Williams plays. He he dressed last week. Um, yes, he was in a emer- kind of an emergency. So if if we had one more injury, he would have went in. Um, so this was obviously precautionary. He's limited in practice. Um, so I think he plays. I think Armstead's going to play. He's limited in practice. He hasn't been activated, but his he's practicing because the 21 day window was opened as soon as the four weeks was up. So I think we get Armstead. I'm guessing cotton uh, and then, and then, uh, you know, the regular offensive line. I don't think they're not, I heard some people saying they're not going to like start Liam at center and put Williams at guard. Cause he was a guard before he came here or put Liam at guard just because there's too much to know. There's too much going on with all the reads and all the movement of this offensive line. And I don't think they want these guys having to think in terms of two positions, unless it's like a true emergency. So, to them, Williams and Eigenberg are centers, and they're going to play center, and then they're going to have the guards play guards. I don't think they're going to move guys around. Uh, so I, ex- I actually expect uh, if if Hunt can't play and he has not practiced, I expect Lester Cotton to start a left guard. Uh, you mean right guard? Robert Hunt's a right guard. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, I can hear you. Um, okay. And Robert the, Hunt plays uh, Isaiah, guard. the Isaiah Wynn spot. Isaiah Wynn was left. The, yes. The left guard. Right. Isaiah Wynn is, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's, okay. So I mean, I'm well, t- there's, so Robert Jones and, and Lester Cotton both were splitting time. So this is, this is what happened. Robert Jones and Lester Cotton were both splitting time at left guard versus the Patriots. Then Robert Hunt got hurt and they moved Cotton over to the right side. So then Cotton was playing right, on right, the right, right side, and Jones was playing on the left side. So, and Hunt has not practiced this week either. Hunt has not practiced, and Hunt is one of maybe the best offense, maybe the best offensive lineman we have. He's very, very good. Well, um, Armstead's the best one we have. He just had Oh, I mean, yeah. He hasn't played. He's played one and a half games this year. So, um, But he might play on – Sunday, which would be huge, as you mentioned. He ha- he is a limited participant in practice, so um, you know that's that bears watching. If he plays, that that'll make whoever is playing at left guard. I assume it'll be Robert Jones. If Lester Cotton is on the right side, um, you know that'll make his day a lot easier having <laughs> um, Taron Armstead next to him. Although Kendall Lamb's been playing very well, also, um, so taking nothing away from the job that Kendall Lamb. No, has no, done. he's been great, but he yeah. but he's not Armstead. That is and correct. And that's not an insult. That's yeah. Just a, just a fact. 
Um, other injuries on offense, I guess Craycraft is a limited participant, but he's still on IR. I don't see him getting activated. Um, we had a, we had a Chase Claypool sighting in the New England game. So, um, I do think, well, we might see a little bit more of him. I don't know if you noticed he, uh, he was on special teams too. He made a tackle on special teams. (laughs) He did that both weeks, I think. Yeah. So he's, uh, I mean, it seems like he's, he's accepted whatever role he'll do, whatever they ask him to do. Um, you know, he's been not just that though when they did throw the ball, like he was aggressive. He was what you wanted to see of somebody who, you know, who's, he wasn't being lazy. He wasn't just like, he went, he's like, I'm big. I'm going to go get this. Like, I'm going to make sure. Dimension we do not have on this offense. So right. but, uh, yeah, if he can do that, if he can add that, that'd be great. Um, Smythe had a couple catches. He's banged up. Uh, he is, has been a uh, limited participant practice today. He did not practice on Wednesday. Um, he's got a foot injury. Um, or an ankle injury. Um, yeah. So that you would like to see him play. He's, he's a big part of the offense in terms of blocking and um, you know, he has made some, some good catches this year as well, getting, getting open over the middle. So um, how are you feeling score wise on Sunday, early Sunday morning in Germany, Rob, are you, uh, I mean, we all know you're the Rob optimist. So what are you? I am the Rob optimist and I was only, Two points off. I I predicted 31-15 win over the Pats. It was 31-17. Pretty jazzed about that. Didn't nail it like you did in New England, but pretty jazzed about it. But I feel really good about this. I feel like, and again, I'm I feel like we've been holding these guys out to have them play this week, but that might be just stupid on my part. We might just be like, well, bye week. Let's rest, give them two weeks to rest. But I feel like if if we have you know that the defensive backs all playing how because howard's still limited ramsey's limited you know holland's limited but they're practicing we get those guys back there and then we get the offensive line we get williams i mean i really i think fangio i said the defense has been coming on i think they can limit kelsey not stop kelsey but limit kelsey they have nothing else the run defense we were like, everyone's like, oh, the run defense is a joke. And they remember week one. The run defense has gotten better and better as we're going on. I don't, th- I, I love it. I, I say we win 34 24. Wow. 10 point victory. 10 point victory. This is a stamp. We're making a statement game. Statement. Okay. Um, I, I feel good about it as well. Not as good as you. Um, this is an opportunity for us to beat a winning team. Uh, I touched upon the fact that these are two of the top teams in the AFC. We are getting into the back half of the season now. Um, my prediction is Miami Dolphins 27, Kansas City Chiefs 23. I think uh, I think as I've as we've both been talking about, the defense has been playing better. Um, I this is a this is a big test. Uh, they're still the Kansas City Chiefs. I know they haven't been putting up crazy offensive numbers this year, but it's still a great offense. They have a solid running game. They have Travis Kelsey. They have Patrick Mahomes. I think holding them to 23 points is, is huge. I think we're going to get some pressure. I think the secondary is all going to play. I think we're going to see most of them there. I mean, Holland is clear. Um, Ramsey played last week, and he obviously he played great. I think he's obviously going to play again on Sunday. I I feel like Xavier Howard is going to be out there, um, and I feel like we're going to see more Nick Needham um, and Cater Co. Who's been he's been a rock all year. So. I think we're going to see a, a really strong performance from this defense. And I, I think we win. I think it's a close game, um, but I think we win 27, 23. I think we finally get over that hump, beat that winning team, get some respect. There's go into the bye seven and two is the clear number one Ooh, team. in the AFC. 
there's a crazy thing about the the uh about the Chiefs because obviously you know everyone last year was like oh they don't have Tyreek and then they win the Super Bowl without him this year like four of Mahomes like worst starts like of his 80 something starts happened this year like but yet he's still a top five quarterback this year (laughs) like they're awful they're awful by their standards but that still makes them a very good offense they're just not you know a, a record-setting offense. So, so yeah, they're still dangerous. Mahomes, the our defense. The one thing that always bugged us is right. We get the pressure, but the guy gets away and makes the play. Mahomes is king of that. He's you know he 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 can't he doesn't you know he's not the best running quarterback, but he is the way he can improvise and run and buy time. That's scary. Um, but he doesn't have enough guys out there. No, he's just got Kelsey. The rest of his receiving core is, is Rashid Rice is, is Rashid Rice is, is looking pretty solid now. So careful. Yeah, but he's not a number <laughs> one. He'd yeah. be fine if they still had Tyreek, and then he could get the stuff that was the leftover stuff because everyone's watching the other two guys. But yeah, yeah he is a good player. All right, um, we're a little bit over time, so we'll go to break. When we come back, we'll uh, handle the degenerate side of things, uh, do our picks for the week, and then also get into fantasy camp. So please, stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. All right. So we told you how we think the game is going to go. Now we'll uh, stroll over to the degenerate side and make some prop bets for Sunday. But before we do that, Rob, why don't we recap the prop bets from uh, New England or actually from Miami against New England on Sunday? Uh, Congratulations to you, my friend. Yes. So I did say the game went exactly as I predicted. I had the score within two points. Um, and I also nailed all three of my props. Now we did it early last week, so we had mostly stupid props. We didn't have the ones we love, but Dolphins win both halves. Had a lead at the half, had a lead at the end. Beautiful. My favorite, New England first drive punt. Man, I should have doubled down and just said three and out. That was gorgeous. <laughs> just, just like boom, boom, boom. Nothing for them. And then I had this one was uh, it took till the last till the last few minutes. Dolphins over three and a half touchdowns. They had the four. So I feel good about sweeping my bets, making you money, making you money. Nicely done. Nicely done. So um, I was really key on this being a low scoring game. I didn't think we were going to hit the the touchdown numbers. Um, I also took the Dolphins under 28 and a half. We did get that late touchdown to get to 31, which I was very happy to see. Glad I was wrong. Um, Total touchdowns for the game. I think it was five and a half. It ended up being six with that last touchdown, so just lost out on that one. Um, and then I took the Patriots under 17 and a half, and I've been, uh, I've been giving you those really close ones. Here's another really close one. They ended up with 17, so they were under 17 and a half. So I did I'm going to call you 0. .5. 0. .5. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always pretty close on these. So um, congratulations. I'm glad I was wrong, and I'm looking forward to doing some actual prop bets this week. So 
Rob, you want to go first? I think there's some. Uh, I think there's some good ones. I think you've got some really good ones. Um, even a couple that I would actually bet on as well. So why don't you go ahead? So my favorite Tua over touchdowns. They have them at one and a half again. They got Mahomes at two and a half. Tua at one and a half. Yes, we're running better, scoring more. But again, I have us at third. I think I predicted thirty-four points. So I got. I think two is good for two or three at least. So I love that. I like the Mostert over. Again, I'm feeling like Connor Williams is going to play. I feel like we're going to get, you know, 49 and a half. I feel like he's going to have a couple big runs and just, and they'll feed him without HN. They kind of need him. Um, the, you know, Jeff Wilson and Ahmed are fine, but they're, they're not, it's, it's not the same. So I like the Mostert over 49 and a half. And I've been talking about this defense and the run defense being better than expected. Taking, uh, Pacheco's rushing under 56 and a half. I say we hold him under 56 and a half. I also feel like we're going we're going to get them playing from behind. McKinnon is more their third down back, their receiving back. I feel like we're taking Pacheco out. All right. I love it. I hope you're right. I hope all those things are correct. Um I have a couple. Um mine are a little bit different. So I'm gonna go with my first one. I'm gonna take the Jalen Waddle over on receiving yards. This has burned me a couple times this year, but I think this is the week. I feel like he's uh he's coming on. He seems like he's he's healthy. Um he's making big plays. He's looking looking like the Jalen Waddle that we saw last year a little bit more. Um so they have him at 67 and a half. I'm gonna take the over on Jalen Waddle receiving yards. Um Travis Kelsey is at 78 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to take the over there as well. Um, I feel like that is, you know, <laughs> we uh, talked a little bit about this off air, holding him to 91 yards. It would, I think that's about something that we would do and we would take that all the time, but that is, that is over 78 and a half. So what if uh, I told you that the Kansas city chiefs has, have ruled out Taylor Swift from this game? Have they? I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. If that's, I'm not sure if that's entirely accurate. So um, I know I'm going to take the over on his receiving yards. Um, and then uh, what I like, uh, the last one I like is they have Tyreek Hill receptions at six and a half. I feel like he's going over that in this one. I think he's going to get over six and a half catches. I know Kansas City is going to try and stop him and make sure that he doesn't get a lot of touches. And there's probably going to be a lot of there's a lot of focus on Tyreek Hill this week. I think the man's getting over six and a half catches. I think he's, I think he's at least getting seven catches on Sunday. So mark that one down. I like it. I like them all. Um, and just in case you're curious, cause we didn't bet it this week. Tyreek Hill is at 91 and a half uh, receiving yards. Neither one of us took it. Um, I do I would, like the over. I wouldn't be opposed to taking the over on that one either. Did you listen? Did you listen to Tyreek's uh, podcast? I've he, listened to a couple of his snippets from this week. A couple of his quotes. Um, he, uh, he, I, I think, I he, yeah, I think he said uh, ten catches for two fifty. <laughs> I think was his prediction. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I don't know. I, I would love to see it. I, part of me wonders if it is a little bit of smoke. If they're like just saying all these things, and the offense is going to be completely like it's just going to completely feature. Well, he's like saying other things, that, but, but it's like yeah. they're not. Yeah, they're. I mean, that's part of it. Like part of this offense is Tyreek Hill. The guy's been incredible. Oh, he's part of this offense. That's weird. Yeah, he's a big a big part of it. That's that's why people listen to the podcast for for hard hitting <laughs> analysis like that. <laughs> All right. Um. So prop bets looking pretty good. Why don't we move over to pick 'em, Rob? Let's take a look at the other games around the NFL. Um. 
what happened last week. Oh, I actually won Pick'em last week. It's been a, been a minute, so let me. Uh, I'm excited about that. Tell it everybody has, how I won. It has been a minute. It's funny because the dumbest – what I well, no, the dumbest game was the, the last one. So you – we're taking the bucks. You won with the bucks like the first two weeks and, and then you lost with the bucks forever. I took the bucks. This was the Thursday night game bucks bills. I thought the eight and a half was too much. Honestly, in my head, I thought this game was in Tampa. I don't know why I think cause they played the game before in Tampa. When I saw they were in Buffalo, I'm like, Ooh, I don't like this as much, but they covered and they should have won on a, on a hail Mary. Uh, that's like so long ago now when you had a whole weekend of football in between, uh, the Bengals manhandled the 49ers. I was really surprised with the 49ers having the two losses, especially when I found out Purdy would play. I'm like, awesome. Um, Bengals are scary right now. I think they're yeah. they're I think they're they might be the next best team. Well, we'll see when we face up against the Chiefs, but they're they're what we thought they would be, you know, before Burrow uh had that calf injury. And then I stupidly I just love going against the Chargers. But I'm looking at this whole chart. You've won on them twice now. I don't. I don't. I don't. I knew it was dumb because the you know you you figured the Cinderella with the Tyson Bajit wasn't going to do it again. Um, but it was eight and a half. I figured the Chargers would do something dumb and let them cover. They did not. It wasn't close. So you ran away with the two one victory. Yay! All right, so we are recording this on Thursday night at 4.38 at this moment right now, 4.38 p.m. Pacific time. Nobody cares Pacific time. This is an East Coast team. It's 7.38. You need to be more flexible in your ridiculousness. 7.38 Eastern Standard. So the Thursday night game has not started yet. and It's the actually Tennessee- Eastern Daylight time. It won't be Eastern Standard time until next week. Okay. So um, anyway... The Tennessee Titans are getting three points going into Pittsburgh to face Mitchell Trubisky and the Steelers. Um, I like the Titans. I, I, I hated Will Levis in college. I don't really think he's a very good quarterback, but I really like what I saw out of them last week, and I don't like Mitchell Trubisky. So I think the Titans uh, will cover this, this getting these three points. I think they will cover, and I think they might win, actually. Yeah, I'm going to take the Steelers. I just I don't disagree with anything you said, except I think Levis is, you know, going against Tomlin. I'll just I just feel like you always have that the guy comes in, you're not prepared, there's no tape. The one thing though, that arm. We and now look, we always say like arm isn't everything because everyone's like, "Oh, Tua can't throw it 75 yards like Mahomes or Herbert." I'm like, "Yeah, but he throws it right to the person. That's a little more important." But man, that that ball just sh- like it looked like it shot off of him. Like it was like negatively charged or something. Um, the dude, the dude could sling it. Um, so that was fun, you know, and they got, uh, Andre, uh, Hopkins, Deandre Hopkins involved, which was Very fun. Involved. If you had him in fantasy, I did not. So it was not, but yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Steelers. Screw it. Fair enough. All right. So Seahawks getting six going into Baltimore. I think we both like the Ravens here. Yeah, I don't think I would. This is a stay away for me. Um, Ravens are weird. Um, Seahawks are kind of weird too. They're and the Seahawks are weird. Second yeah. rated team and second highest team in the NFC now. That the 49ers have lost. Yeah, in a row. but they're also it's also that it's that early game for a West Coast and the East Coast. Oh no, I just said I like the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll take the Ravens, but yeah. All right, uh, the Bears. You love them so much. They're getting eight and a half. They're going uh, going to. New Orleans, New Orleans doesn't ever really kill anybody. Do you think 
You want no, the Bears? New, New Orleans de- New Orleans defense, and as crummy as as as, they, as David Carr has been, when they use Tyson Taysom Hill, they actually Derek, were Derek Carr, not David Carr. Derek. Oh, well, they're both terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Kamara's back. It's just too many points for me, though. I don't even like. I don't really love the Saints here in this. But you know what? I would lay those eight and a half in a heartbeat. Yeah, that's crazy. Arizona Cardinals, speaking of a lot of points, plus seven and a half at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, don't know if Deshaun Watson's playing. I think he is. Um, but I know – actually, I don't know I don't know who the Cardinals quarterback is going to be. <laughs> so. It is probably the rookie. I forgot his name. You reminded me, and I forgot Toon? it again. Toon? Is Clayton last- Toon. That, thank Clayton. you. There we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kyler's eligible to play. He's, like, in that – practice window he could come off ir and play i don't think the plan was for him to play this week but obviously the you know if the trade deadline was a week away they probably would have liked that more um i don't understand who cares because we're not a card they gave dobbs away for like a six seven swap i'm like what what's the point like i i don't know i just thought i thought all the trades were were weird i thought the Uh the, I know we're because the Dolphins didn't trade anybody and we didn't talk about it, but none of them made sense to me. The Bears giving up a second for a guy they could sign, you a know, high second, a, a high, high second, and then they go and they trade the other guy to San Francisco for com- compensatory third that you would have gotten that pick if you just let him go in free agency. I'm like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> it's made no sense to me. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I have no, yeah, I didn't understand any of that when i saw what what chase young went for i was like man we should have done that <laughs> like why didn't we do that um because it but, would be a rental i mean we can't afford we couldn't afford to sign him but i guess i, th- I uh yeah i don't know either way whatever yeah. uh but yeah there were some weird trades for sure so so this um, too much unknown to even try betting this on a thursday with the you know we don't know who either quarterback is going to be the browns have a good defense but them giving up set you know seven and a half they have a good defense but they also like gave up like 30 points and 600 yards to the colts even though they won the game but also had like defense also put up a great defensive performance at the same time with the sacks and the turnovers and the block kicks and i'm just like it's it's, i don't know what screw those teams don't bet on those teams i would bet on those teams uh call uh 1-800 hope new york because you have a problem get some help get some help Minnesota Vikings plus four at Atlanta Falcons. Speaking of not knowing who's going to be quarterback, I don't think Dobbs plays this no. soon. I can't see him playing. So they're, well, I think, I say up. no, but he played for the Titans last year and then played for the, and then started this year after only being on the team for like a couple of days. So he's done it, but I don't think he'll do it this week. Yeah. So, yeah. And then the Falcons are starting uh, Heineke. So I think that actually, I think that makes them a lot better because I Ritter just is not good. So, um, I don't think Heineke's great. I don't think but Heineke's he's good either, though. He's capable, and that's a per- that team is sneaky good. Their defense isn't bad, and they have a good offensive line and great running game. I mean, Pitts and and London are very good offensive weapons in the passing game as well. So if if Heineke uses them, then he'll be a huge upgrade. Yeah. Um, neither one of us betting that the Buccaneers getting two and a half going to Houston. I'm off the Buccaneer bandwagon. I'm on the Texans bandwagon. I think the Texans win. And yeah, they bit me last week for for real money. 
Um, but yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I like the Texans. I would take the Texans here, but the Bucks are weird. They got a good defense and they got a weird offense that can do stuff and can't do stuff at the same time. Yeah, that's a very good description. Um, the Washington Commanders plus three at the New England Patriots. Washington just traded their best two players on defense. Um, the Patriots are floundering. Uh, want any? Any? You want any part of this? I weirdly do, but I don't because this is like the Patriots aren't going to go one and and sixteen. I think we ha- I think we agree the Patriots are going to win this game. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like this is one of those everybody's writing off the Commanders and maybe they come out and do something because the Patriots aren't good. They've been playing better though. But yeah, the Patriots should win. What am I doing? Why am I trying to talk myself into that? I don't know. Los Angeles Rams at the Green Bay Packers, two teams that are that started out better than I think people thought they would be and are now worse than people thought they would be. <laughs> people thought they would be yeah. Um, I don't want any part of this game. No, me Staff- neither. And I don't, we don't know if Stafford's playing. Yeah. Uh, Indianapolis Colts minus two and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers just got their first win. They're at home against a Colts team. That's a little frisky. I think I like the Colts. I like the Colts. Okay. Uh, I think we have one here. Dallas Cowboys plus three at the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a big game. So, you know, our as big as our game is in the AFC, I would say that this game is just as big in the NFC. Cowboys five and two, Eagles seven and one. Um, they hate each other. And yeah. Yeah, Cowboys playing a lot better since they got destroyed by uh San Francisco, who has played terrible since then. Um yep. I just feel like in my brain, like this is one of those like the world is like on the Eagles. So I just feel like division game i wish it was three and a half but you know but i'll take the cowboys here plus three all right i like the eagles i'm gonna put my stink on them i hope they lose because i hate them they're the worst um all right the new york giants plus one and a half at the las vegas raiders God, um, raiders just thing. fired everybody in the front office right like fired the gm fired the coach fired some assistants Offensive um, coordinator, yeah. didn't didn't trade anybody which uh, I'm not, I, mean, I think that might be why everybody got fired. <laughs> um, I don't know. I am. I think this might be one of those things where that you see the team get a shot in the arm. Uh, cause there's still a lot of talent there. Um, not necessarily Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know if Aiden O'Connell can play quarterback, but we're going to find out. I know the giants are terrible and I think the Raiders win here. They're at home. I think they, uh, I think they get one. I think they start throwing the ball to Devontae Adams and they win. I do like the bump and all that, but I feel like the Giants getting Daniel Jones back will give them the bump they need to because I don't I think they're just a mediocre team. They're not a terrible team, but they feel like they've been terrible. So I'll take the Giants getting points against a hapless Raiders team. Yeah. Did you uh, did you catch any of the Giants Jets game? Oh, God, I we, we even <laughs> I I even tweeted from our account that when the game was when when the giants like punted the ball, I'm like, do not let them get a field goal. The world does not need more of this game. This game overtime would was basically. And then of course we wasn't hard. They missed, they missed Graham Gano missed. The oh yeah. Well, I just meant don't let them Yeah, Don't let them get into field goal. They, it was like 20 seconds. They let a Zach Wilson. I don't know how that there was a, like a 99% chance that the Giants win. There was a P. I think there was a PI call on that too. It was like one of those. That was in overtime. That happened in overtime. Oh, that right, was, right. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, once they blew the regular, the regular 
then you knew they weren't going to win. It was garbage. It honestly, it was. Now, now that I look at the state of the world, maybe that's all we deserve. Maybe they should just play perpetually. Just let them <laughs> just play. Those two just play forever. Never stop. Zach Wilson versus Danny DeVito. At Danny? <laughs> Tommy. Whatever. It was Danny DeVito. He played like Danny DeVito. He had like six, minus six passing yards. No, I the think, worst. I think Danny worst DeVito would have gotten positive yard passing. Tommy DeVito is is the name of Joe Pesci's character in Goodfellas. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You're right. I had forgotten that. Oh, that's great. Anyway, uh, the Giants. Sunday night, great game. This this week this 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 Sunday is bracketed. You got your early great game, and then you got your Sunday night great game. Yeah, yeah. This uh, Buffalo Bills at Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favored by two. I think the Bengals are clearly better than the Bills. This is I crazy think. to me. This should be this should be six. Yeah. This should be four yeah. and a half, five, six because the the Bengals have been playing great. They look healthy. The Bills defense is you know they're they're super banged up. Got guys out for the year. They just signed Leonard Fournette. I'm like. Guys, you could have kept Zach Moss. He looked like one of the best running backs in the league on the Colts. You just don't use him. So what the hell do you need Leonard Fournette clogging up? I guess, oh, well, because for he's, I guess, filling in for Damian Harris, which you mean, but they have Latavius Murray, like, taking carries away from Cook. They're, they're weird. Oh, let's, let's let this be there. Let them be done. Let's be done with them. I hope so, man. And I hope we can figure out how to play against them. Like, I don't know. I don't like how everybody else knows how to play against them except us. Like, I really hate it. Well, it's not that they play well against us. It's not that, you know, they just. But I think I don't I'm not afraid of them for the next time. If if we have Connor Williams with their guys that are already out for the year, they also got a cornerback. They got uh, Rajul, Rajul uh, Douglas from the Green Bay, who's actually pretty decent. Um, yeah. yeah, he's a good football player. Um, I don't know. I mean, they've lost a lot on defense. Like they, they, they really have Milano's like their heart and soul Bengals minus two. Yeah. I love that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, same here. I I'm looking forward to watching that game. I really, really enjoyed the playoff game last year, um, where they were Cincinnati went into Buffalo, um, and just crushed. <laughs> oh my God. I could watch that. I could, I might go watch that after this podcast is over. I'll go queue it up somewhere and, and watch that again. I love that. That was great. Um, okay. Monday night. This is a great one. The LA Chargers at the New York Jets. I mean, these are two teams in the playoff fronts in the AFC. Uh, That's the Chargers true. are favored by oh three. Oh my God. It's an, four it's an three. important game. Uh, I like, like the, the Chargers. <laughs> like the loser of this game is probably on the outside looking in of, of getting that seven seed. Like this, this is a huge this, I didn't realize how big this game is because to me they're both they're two garbage teams. I the Chargers obviously should be better. We talk about it a lot. Um, they'll they they should beat the Jets. They they gotta beat the Jets, <laughs> right? Why do the Jets play at home every week? Like, have you noticed that they're well, like they're, always at home. they were on the road last week. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so weird. They're just a, that's that's one of the weirdest teams I've ever seen. They've definitely some of the weirdest games. That Eagles game that they played was weird. The Giants game was super weird. The Bills game? That oh yeah, that was weird too. The Chiefs game? They don't All play the normal. They don't play the, the only, only normal game they played. game where they got murdered. And that and was on the, the road. All those other and games. And the Patriots game when they lost. All those other games were at home. 
all the when they're in when they're playing in MetLife Stadium, the game's guaranteed to be weird. Huh. Maybe they're giant fans. Maybe I don't know. All right, so I, that does it, right? Like we got our three games, we covered all of them. We did. We have the three games are you have Titans plus three, Raiders minus one and a half, Eagles minus three. I like it. All right. I'm going to go on a little streak here and pick them. Although I, I do hope I'm wrong about the Eagles game. Um, okay. So now it's time for our favorite part of the show, Rob. Fantasy camp. I hope you have the drop queued up because I want to hear it now. Yes. So for those of you unfamiliar with this show or fantasy camp, Miami Dolphins fantasy camp is a game that Rob and I play every week where we draft fantasy football teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players. I am apparently really, really, really good at it. Rob, tell everybody, tell everybody about my winning streak. So I started 0-2. I started the season 0-2. And I have just ripped off one, two, three, four, five, six in a row. Six you, in a row. like the Dolphins, are six and two. It's been crazy. Um, I've had some bad luck with the uh, with some of the injuries and some of the things. Last week we picked early. We didn't know if Hill was going to play because I, I had such bad luck. I just it was that one day. It was we literally recorded during that like three hour window where it, like sounded like he had a hip injury. I think um, right after we recorded, he he literally was like, "I'm playing on Sunday." Yeah. It was literally like right after we recorded. So. And I forgot I forgot to mention when when I picked Mostert first overall instead of Hill, I was like, "You know what? I'm like I'm doing this because this will make Hill play and have a great game." I would have lost either way because you would have had Mostert next to Waddle, and you know, I I would have gotten closer, but I don't think it would have mattered. Um, because Waddle always say the greatest thing about fantasy camp is there are no losers, right? There are no losers when I do well, and I'm happy when you do well. So, the experiment of taking Mostert first meant the rest of my team was uh, Jeff Jeff Wilson Jr.'s Berrios, Jalen Ramsey, and Jalen Phillips because you had Waddle and Hill, then Ahmed, Cedric Wilson, who scored a touchdown on his one catch for one yard. Great catch. (laughs) Um, and you had Baker. Which uh, was an interesting pick. Didn't pan out with his three tackles. Uh, Phillips and Ramsey were huge for me. A force fumble, uh, the sack, the INT, the three tackles, pass breakup, and a tackle for loss. So that's my by far uh, the best out of me. Mostert got the touchdown, but only 40 yards rushing. Jeff Wilson, you know, two catches for 14, 23 yards. Barrios had two catches for eight. So, so you crushed me there it was uh it was not close 57 to 38 and that's including the points i usually uh cheat you out of because i do this really quick while i'm on i'm on one of my uh i do this on the monday morning meetings at work and i'm i'm kind of distracted fair enough fair enough so um yeah i'm i'm happy i won i'm i'm happy you won also yeah i would have been happy if you would have won yeah i would have been happy if uh we're happy with high scores. Five interceptions. Yeah, we're happy with high scores. Exactly. So, all right. This week I get to go first. I am not going to make the same mistake you made, and I am taking Tyreek Hill. Give me Tyreek Hill. All right, and we're back. We're back to normal. I will go Mostert and Waddle. All right. So I'm going to take the Wilson brothers. Give me Jeff Wilson Jr. and Cedric Wilson Jr. 
Ah, I really don't like that third spot. I kind of was hoping you would have done something dumb like taking, uh, you know, Ahmed or something, and I would have given me Cedric Wilson. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna take my defender. I'm gonna take Jalen Ramsey, and I'm taking Phillips again. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a forego my third offensive player. I'm putting Phillips in my, in my super flex, which can be defense or offense. I'm taking Ramsey. I want them both out there. Part of me wants to take X and Ramsey just so I can have all the interceptions that they're going to get. But I want Phillips and Ramsey. Yeah, I would like, I was thinking about X for my defensive player. Um, and then I thought about maybe just using him in my super flex spot, but I'm going to do this. I'm going to take Bradley Chubb. He's been on a hot streak. He's had a sack, I think five weeks in a row now. Um, I think he gets home again. I think he gets home. I think he makes. He's been playing um, great. People, people were down on him. He's been really good the last four month. Even when he wasn't getting home, the guy, like even last year, like I mean, I think he only had two and a half sacks. I, I always, I've said this the entire time. Like he's, he's always there. He's like generating, like his his pass rush win rate is is extremely high. He's he's always close. Um, now he's he's getting home more this year. Um, so he's at I believe five sacks right now, but maybe five and a half for the year. Uh, but yeah, give me Bradley Chubb, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick with my heart a little bit here. Uh, I'm gonna do for the super flex. Give me Chase Claypool. I think no! uh, involved in the offense a little bit more. Ah, I honestly, the reason I took my two defenders while I still had that spot, I didn't think you'd take him, and I would be in my in my ah throw it away. Give it, you know, my my all or nothing shoot for the moon swing for the fences pick i was totally going to take claypool i feel like you know if especially if it's a close game and they need some razzle dazzle if they're in the red zone i think i think maybe they they work some stuff for him um but i'll i'll take barrios then you know he's well he i fine player but for fantasy camp you know not much of a factor like we both said i don't think uh craycraft is going to come off uh the ir this week and if he does, they're usually slow about working guys in anyway. Their first week back, they don't do much. Um, although I don't think that'll be the case for HN because that'll be after the bye. Yeah, I'll go with Mostert, Waddle, Berrios, Phillips, and Ramsey. Sounds good. I hope they all have monster games, and uh, I hope you get a ton of points, at least 100. So go. Uh, what is your team name this year? I am, I can't say it because I was. I think I was – drunk and it sounded better in my oh, head the, the, the co the Kohualix. yeah <laughs> it doesn't work i hope the Kohualix have a great week and uh, i know they've i know they've had uh, some hard times the last couple of weeks but i hope you score a lot of points this week so uh, yeah, well i hope the two the two fasts are also excellent the your you have the the hill wilson wilson claypool and chubb yeah yeah, let's go. Let's go. I hope they all have great games. Man, big game on Sunday. It's been it's been a while, right? Like since we've had like a kind of thing. It does that thing again where it cuts you out when the outro's playing. Uh, but it hasn't been. Oh now you're back. Yeah. Let's go, Dolphins. Big game on Sunday. Big game, big game. Let's go, Dolphins!